I recorded this before I went on vacation and then it never went out. So I'm not going to apologize for that because I feel like it was divine timing anyway. Um, it kind of seems like Mercury had to retrograde a little bit and for people to have a little more experience with that before I put this out and it makes perfect sense to me. Um, also, you know, I am really trying to be an example of flow, meaning that I don't do anything unless I want to do it or I feel like doing it or I move to create. I don't try to force myself to do things on a schedule and if I need time off, I take it. So that's what that's about. Uh, but having seen and felt everything that's kind of going on and the continued chaos of that good old Mercury retrograde, which we have uh, about another week and a half left of, um, I wanted to get this out for all of you and then I'll be getting out an interview with a friend in the next day or so. Uh, I had a great time on my trip to Denver, which I'll share probably in the Patreon, and um, I look forward to getting out all of these fabulous interviews that I have recorded and ready to go out. Um, check out the probably very controversial but necessary uh, episode. It's a swap cast that I recorded with Dana uh, Gabrielle Espinosa from Caught in Time. Uh, that's the name of her podcast. And on there, we talk about our women's healthcare decisions throughout our lives, which includes abortion. So um, you can go check out her episode and edit of that, and then I will be releasing that a bit later. I'm purposely staggering it this way so that the information gets out there more than once. Um, this is something I'm very passionate about. And when you listen to the stories, you'll understand why. Uh, at any rate, I hope you enjoy all this. It really helps, I think, put a big bow around kind of what's going on right now and may help some of you going through some big changes and shifts in energy. I love you all very much and I will see you next time. Welcome back, Galactic Groovers. I promise this won't be sad. Just in case you happen to see that my great uncle passed yesterday, uh, not going to pretend that I'm not, you know, in process of that. I always find these things are a bit like a roller coaster, but these days the roller coaster feels more like a gentle ride through rolling country hills rather than, um, a demolition derby. He was almost 90. I think he really wanted to get there. But so much happened in the last week and a half. I, I, I know I'm not alone. I've seen a few people talking about how jam-packed this first couple weeks of the year has been. Sorry if you're hearing background noise, but I'm laying down. My body needs to recuperate from stuff and integrate energy and downloads and, and just repair, you know. But there has been so much for everyone. I feel like I've had three Januaries and January's not over yet. Mostly, it's all good stuff. However, I do have to say that 
and, and I know I'm not alone. Uh, everyone, all my friends talk about this, but the one I'm thinking of at the moment, um, Serafina, my co-host, she was talking about how she has evolved emotionally to this place that she did not had not experienced before wasn't even necessarily aware existed that people would get to that perspective but when she is does well at something or gets an opportunity or has a victory any of those things I'm trying to use words that aren't success there's nothing wrong with being successful but then that puts us in the position of having to define what that is, which has many different definitions. But for all intents and purposes, when great things happen to us, as we get to a more expanded consciousness, a state of embodying all of your light, all of your consciousness, while still uh, feeling unity consciousness at the same time, <clears throat> not making this about a hierarchy at all. They are just choices. And for better or worse, <laughs> this is the one I picked this time around. And so did Serafina and what she was talking about. And it is true that sometimes when good things happen for you, there's this ache or ennui, a feeling of empathy and compassion for those around you who may now be suffering some sort of um, experience we define as negative like uh, disappointment or self-doubt in themselves or or envy you know um, jealousy those types of feelings they're all normal we've all had them still have them sometimes you know and I I've done a pretty good job of expunging most of that out of my programming but I'm still a human being there's little twinges of things the only difference is just that now I go oh yeah I remember when I used to feel this way all the time <laughs> um, and the way I got rid of it was by learning to be happy for others when good things happen to them and that that truly did especially when I was going through the years of weekly chemo to suppress my immune system. I lived vicariously through others. I mean, I kind of had to sometimes. Like if I didn't have that, I would have had zero joy. I did not have a partner who was able to be supportive beyond doing some of the things I couldn't and uh, bringing in money to the home, which I am very grateful for. And also, you know, he would usually ma manage once a week to take the kids on an outing or something. But most of the time, I had to miss out on all those because I needed my functional days to be the kids school days which meant that on the weekend I was too effed up to go anywhere and uh, I missed out on a lot but being able to learn to be happy for others is really what helped squash that in me and it's so interesting now to be at this flip side of it where 
when good things happen to you, there's a small portion and it's not, you know, it's not anything like, uh, not believing in abundance or any of those things, because if I become aware somehow that my, um, happiness or my wins are somehow, um, making someone else feel some sort of pain, I immediately see them having what it is they desire, you know? I see them getting that and being happy for the knowledge that they will have it. So as part of that, it is kind of like, you know, you're just, you're aware that other people, um, feel a little bit of pain sometimes as a counter polarized reaction to your happiness. And when you have that, so much of that unity consciousness flowing through you, you become aware of that as well. <clears throat> so that mixed feeling kind of thing, I think that is part of what comes with inner peace. The unity of polarity isn't a lack of polarity. And I mean, this is in my experience. I don't know why I feel like I need to qualify that right now, but I just want to put it out there. If there's any new listeners listening to me for the first time right now for my recent appearances on other podcasts uh, and Paranormal Karen, thank you so much, Karen Rontowski, for coming on the OWL podcast with us and having me on yours. But... It's very easy to forget that the un the unification of pol polarization, unifying polarity, is not getting rid of polarity. It's not everybody finding the middle ground and agreeing with each other. It's learning to balance it within yourself. And having the ability to see both sides of things. Maybe that's what 8D is. Because it's kind of beyond unconditional love. Unconditional love is a very powerful transmuting energy. But this, whatever this is unity of polarity. This is the ability to coexist and co-create and do it better because when we're aware of our, our own polarized perceptions and also the experience of others, like polarization has kind of gotten a bad name, I think, because of, mostly of politics and people that are at odds about something that is people get very passionate about. I'm about to have a few episodes coming out that touch on a lot of things that people get very passionate about and might be a bit controversial, but realizing that that is what <laughs> the goal of unity consciousness is, at least in the context of the human experience, I guess. It's very freeing in a way. And if we can learn to really integrate this into our systems, 
learn to before and when, you know, when you see something and you're like, oh, those people, they're crazy in what they think. Or look at everybody always fighting all the time. Everybody's always at odds on opposite ends of the spectrum. That's your clue and your catalyst. I did not expect it to go here. Just saying. I got on here to talk about a whole bunch of other things. And now they have taken me down a rabbit hole of 8D. Um, but that 8th dimensional download is about you having these things mirrored for you to look inside yourself and find that perspective, the ability to see the polarity within you and within the experience of others and understand that their experience may be incredibly different than yours. I find that so fascinating. I'm having one of those moments where I feel like my, like more cracked open. Every time I'm like, yeah, okay, here we go. And then there's this big accelerated whoosh. After there's a bunch of big major uh, universal downloads like we just had at the beginning of January for everyone, but especially for those who are kind of already in the flow of it, already had chosen a few jumping off points ago to get in the flow of it. It's like, it really is like being shot out of a cannon. It feels like things speed up and, um, I always forget. <laughs> and it's definitely with joy at ease. Thank God for Serafina for teaching me that one. Um, it's, it's much gent gentler and also the, the centering and the consciousness anchoring and all the things that have come through this year. It allows me to navigate them better, but there is no question that immediately following these windows of massive download, it does not matter what level you are on. You will be challenged in some ways, whether it's mentally, emotionally, physically, all of those uh, tower moments in your life, you know, things going awry that are, um, you know, maybe like, what the fuck just happened or too many things all at once. And it's because it's like that rush of energy comes through. And it just flushes out all the garbage and um, is a catalyst for release for those who even want to be released from the human experience. If you notice, it seems like at these jumping off points that come along where people have an opportunity to jump into the liquid time flow of co-creation or uh, stay on the shore. Um, <clears throat> which everyone has a purpose. There, There is no right or wrong choice. They're just choices. But if you have made that choice and you've been in the flow for a while, it's just like... <laughs> Uh, it's like the universe gave you a shot of wheatgrass juice and you're just clearing out the cobwebs and it's been interesting this time I seem to connect with 
more and more expansive beings who are part of my galactic interdimensional celestial and earth family and by family I don't just mean blood I mean all the people who I'm directly connected to on this grid of supercharged star seeds but Every time I, I get to one of these new accesses, there's always lessons immediately following. So I had a few of those this week. I had my first session ever, my first appointment with a client that was difficult. And I learned that it would be best for me and the other person in the future to just uh, bow out gracefully, return their money if they've paid me, and, you know, move along. Because sometimes that's the thing you're supposed to do. I did my own consciousness anchoring last weekend. Uh, well, not this last weekend, but um, a week ago, Sunday. And I had a very talented healer, practitioner come along with me to be a witness and it profound is an understatement I was told by my partner who was physically present um, while I was doing it remotely on the phone that my body was conducting an enormous amount of heat and he could feel the energy coming out of me. I was fully immersed in this journey and it took a while. I think we were in there a good hour and a half. Both of us got so much out of it and I'm excited because it seems like people who are ready to go on more of an interdimensional journey they come away with access to the Nemesin library other parts of it. The reports I've had so far from people are that this library that I embody, that I'm still not used to saying out loud, it feels like more of a database. At any rate, uh, it seems to give other people access to this library. And what they told me is that the Akashic Records are a section of this library and that there are, there's not just books, there are displays of all sorts of life, uh, like a museum, a library, all kinds of things all rolled into one. No pressure. <laughs> it's reassuring to know, like, it's not like if something were to happen to me, 
access to that would be lost. It would just go with someone else new, I suppose. And maybe there will be others who I encounter later on who also have this energy. So that was a pretty wild lesson. And then add to that, uh, <laughs> did a group anchoring that was really lovely. If you would like to go check out a mini anchoring, uh, we don't do the book of consciousness in that one, but we did build Tauruses and it's a short 20 minute guided meditation that you can easily Close your eyes and listen to from YouTube and have a nice experience and journey. Um, that allowed me to do a group consciousness anchoring and boy, that explosion. Here's another weird way you feel when... You just have a different frequency running through you than you used to is that you don't and, and I honestly especially when it's something uh, that caused damage or or harmed people it's not like you're happy you were right about it that part sucks that it's like a weird survivor's guilt sort of thing. And you know that it's not as though there is anything much that you could do about it. I do think, though, that more and more people are talking about grid work and working on consciously doing it. And I think... Those of us that are engaged and plugged into the grid are like shock absorbers. Um, I'm on the geological team and uh, Serafina is kind of like on the emotional grid team, like the trauma when there's a shock. So that I, I felt that pressure build up. I felt it in my body and then when the explosion happened and I thought about how on the prediction podcast with Karen, Paranormal Karen, uh, she predicted a tsunami and I predicted a volcano or an eruption of some sort. Um, I don't think either of us were like, Yay. <laughs> you know you didn't cause it just by seeing the potential for it to happen. And actually, I, I've come to think that by being aware of these things, we automatically shift the timeline, especially if uh, you're actively engaged in that. And if you're part of um, doing the actual hands-on management. So found it a little strange that during the interactions with Gaia three days in a row, She had me drinking oceans of stars very strange, <laughs> but I think she released a tremendous amount of pressure in the easiest way possible. Earth's magnetic field cracked open on Friday. I mean, holy shit, you guys. If I had sat down to write this, I, I don't think I would have written something so extreme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> you have this eruption going up into the sky and then there's a sonic boom going all the way from almost all the way to Australia to Denver up into the Rocky Mountains. That's how strong and powerful that force of energy was. So my, my body really felt like it had been slammed by yesterday because it had and I was grateful that I had the surge of energy from my consciousness anchoring to use to get out a lot of information and put together some content that would help people during this tumultuous time it's so funny because I don't know if it's funny or worrisome, but so many of us have been like, wow, this is really quite a start to the year. But, you know, we have three weeks of Mercury now in retrograde. A full moon in Cancer. Get ready to call the Wambulance. I'm sure I'll be doing more crying. But mostly I've been very happy. I have a new partner who's a really wonderful person. I'll have a lot more to say about that another time. But I really just wanted to talk about this these eighth dimensional epiphanies and whatnot. And then also share that my, my great uncle passing, I had been having this neck thing for days, just really locked up. Like not, not my usual maladies that may come up now and then. And my mom just told me this morning, and after my uncle, after he passed yesterday, it suddenly started getting better. And then my mom told me that my uncle had been born with his neck uh, deformed and that he had to have surgeries to fix it and he could never turn his head very much. And, um, he was, uh, it was something that kind of plagued him his whole life. So I'm sure it was still that it was causing him pain at this point in his life. And as soon as she told me that it was like, okay, this family wound thing was preparing to leave me and leave this uh, plane of existence, be released from the family lineage, the epigenetics. So very strange the way we are connected to our relatives, truly. He was a great man and one of the most stable and consistent man in my life really honestly one of the only ones I just ever present from the time I was a little kid and I'm really glad that I got to see him and meet my uncle Stuart and my heart is open and sending lots of love to my elders and my family who are much more affected by this than me I'm aware he was a very special guy at any rate I I think this union of polarity coming in this octave this golden octave of harmony 
has to do with dealing with their own polarity and understanding the array of human experience. New year, new ad. Welcome to 2022. I want to tell you a little bit about my services. I do a variety of oracle readings, animal communication, expansion coaching, consciousness anchoring, and grief mediumship support. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I'll just move right on to the Patreon, which is a darn good deal, because here's the deal with that. There's a $5, 10 and $20 tier. All tiers receive 50% off all of my services all the time. Unlimited discount. As well, the $10 tier gets full access to all content, including all previously recorded content from the last three months. And you would think with only three months, I wouldn't have that much. But boy, there's plenty up there. It would take you a while to get through it, to be honest. So there's plenty to watch and listen to and absorb and learn from. As well, on the $20 tier, my VIPs get a free service every month. So that is like a 75% discount on some of my services. If you would like to have me as a guest on your podcast or you would like to be a guest on mine, go to my booking link through my link tree and book a podcast interview. If you have a good or service or healing art or intuitive practice that you would like to trade with me for one of my services, let's start the new economy with bartering, shall we? So go book a trade, go book a podcast interview, go book a service and go join the Patreon at Grooving Goddess on Patreon. You will have to go do it in a browser because you can't find it uh, in the app due to the fact that I have it marked 18 plus. So if you would like to join the Patreon, go do that there. And boy, we just can't wait to have you there. The Patreon has grown so fast in the last few months and I know we're just going to keep growing. So come join the Xanadu party and learn more about yourself, space weather, grid work, consciousness expansion, time manipulation and perception and much, much more. Believe it or not, she's not done yet. I won't eat the crackers and cheese that I'm stuffing in my face whilst I am recording. Yes, she also said whilst. Oh, it's my cat trap. Oh, God damn it. There's the cat. Alright, we'll see how long this perestroika between the dog and the cat lasts. Um, the cat bullies the dog, and then the dog gets mad when the cat's on the bed, which is understandable. Right? <laughs> which is a funny little segue into the topic of <laughs> 70 and 80 frequency <laughs> overtaking uh, lower frequencies, denser frequencies, not a hierarchical thing, just not everything gets to exist in the same place. So earlier this week, a bunch of people started contacting me and Serafina and I both experienced our own versions of this where that denser energy kind of you know it feels the wave coming at it and so it's trying to get a foothold and it's kind of like this dense oozing sticky mud flowing past you and if there's any chinks in your armor you know cracks in your shield um in your mental stability, in your emotional stability, your physical stability, those are the things that are targeted and that those are the uh, entry points for this energy. By the time this goes up, 
Serafina will have already been on the Patreon behind the paywall talking about the Hell Realms. So if you want to know more about that, join the Patreon and you get access to all the back content recordings. But uh, sometimes you you when you're um, when you're a macro or you have very expanded energy, but don't necessarily have have it figured out what you're processing or how to distinguish between different things it's funny because my brain doesn't even want to go there on this topic that's why it's behind the paywall because it's Voldemort uh, but what can happen sometimes is that well just like you can have a very intense pleasant vision or contact with otherworldly non you know obviously not in a human body human experience people it can completely overtake you so can a denser energy and it can be very helpful to understand how all that works and be able to pull yourself out but for most people right now the thing to remember is just that because not everybody is doing macro level work on that thankfully um, those who sign up to volunteer for that are very special that is for sure because I don't think it's very much fun at least it hasn't sounded like it the people that I encounter who experience this but for the rest of us who aren't really doing that or um, do not connect with that, those realms at all, or have a role there, uh, it's helpful to understand what is happening and that if you're having like random thoughts, um, you know, I call them gremlins in your mind that come and remind you of, of you know every any awful thing that's ever happened or anything you ever doubted yourself about or just looks for all of those areas of vulnerability to use um, it's helpful to know that that is going on and part of the reason that's happening is because the seventh and eighth dimensional energy brings all of these things up for healing and examination and review but sometimes it can be really scary mm -hmm. and it's helpful to have some kind of context some kind of connection with how to navigate that and also just an awareness of it even happening um, this is really what I was talking about with the ultimate spiritual warrior being the main role of humanity that we're playing uh, in this next story of Earth. So be aware that that's going on in, within you and that uh, the more you are aware and focus on healing those things and just going, oh, okay, I know what's going on. Yeah, that's, I used to feel that way, but now I feel X, Y, Z. Your present, bring yourself back into your present. Uh, the other thing I forgot to reference before I stopped the last recording was the, not only the sonic boom, the blast, the physical shockwave, the buildup of pressure, the release of pressure, the crack in Earth's magnetic field, all the extrasolar radiation that came in, uh, the intense Schumann activation over the last few weeks, all of that is a lot on the body. But part of what may have you, you know, many of you have felt, even if you're not that called to grid work or don't, you know, necessarily feel that deep connection to Gaia, just empathic if you're listening to this chances are you are intuitive you do feel energy and you feel what other people are feeling and because of that um, we also got hit with this massive wave of 
fear, panic, worry, confusion. I mean, that must have scared the crap out of some people, you know, and not just one localized area, because I remember after that concert tragedy, a lot of people felt a wave of that, that fear residue. That's really what it's like. It's like a fear residue, a shockwave of fear. But this was built, I mean, easily a billion people, right? Because it was the coasts of everything surrounding the Pacific Ocean. So I can't imagine how many people were in a state of fear, panic, worry, um, you know, confusion, whatever feelings they were having. Um, definitely a very heightened state. So that was a lot for all of us to take uh, and to experience collectively. But as I said before, I am grateful at how gracefully and artfully Gaia seemed to do her thing because what happens <laughs> with cataclysmic visions and predictions, I think for most of us is that we don't see the like best case scenario version. We see like the big uh, holy crap, is this it visions. But I think those are meant to bring us an awareness of this event that's coming and for us to turn our, our thoughts and our intentions and our energy towards the best outcome of whatever the situation is. It, it may really be that simple that enough of us focusing on the best outcome for these visions we have of things that are coming or these cataclysmic timelines that we are given to merge and collapse and make better. Maybe that's all we have to do. And that's quite empowering. So I just wanted to throw that out there for anybody who has been a little off balance or felt like, you know, they really had their uh, foundation shaken, no pun intended, by that one in a thousand year event on earth. Um, to reassure you that... Um, Gaia is large and in charge, and she is doing an amazing job of having these changes happen <laughs> with joy and ease. <laughs> Holy shnikes, the information during this period of quickening is coming in faster than our little human bodies with their delicious needs that we get to enjoy meeting like sleep and pleasure and rest and leisure and food and all of those things we must do personal hygiene we just cannot possibly keep up with recording everything i'll be going through and editing this in the morning and then i have another really spectacular talk with a friend I have to go through and listen and remind myself if I'm allowed to use her name at all I think we may have come up with a code name um because of the topic but at any rate I just wanted to pop on here very quickly because the patreon discussion that my co-host Serafina came on to do with us tonight was pretty amazing and so this is me dangling a carrot in front of you that if you've been going through it, feel like you're dealing with denser energies or, or even, you know, something as dramatic as dark forces, uh, all of the content for the Patreon is recorded and available indefinitely. 
So whenever you join, you have access to it. And uh, that one's available on the $5 tier. So we did it behind the paywall because of the topic. Um, the more expanded your consciousness becomes, the more instant your manifestation and co-creation with the universe is. So she and I are both very careful about what we put out there en masse. We don't want to amplify anything that isn't the highest good or desirable for mass consumption. There's a distinction there between, you know, regular consumption, because why are we saying it to my patrons, versus mass consumption. And uh, focused sharing of that information is beneficial and of the highest good, because it is communicating with people who are already ready to receive that information aren't going to have negative effects because they won't, you know, take it for granted or, or take it lightly and will have the proper reverence and respect for such content and that, that information, um, needs to be understood but one of the things I loved about it is that she gave a visual representation and explanation of quantum physics and uh, chaos theory and how intricate our Tauruses are as well as how they all connect with each other and the greater and greater and greater Tauruses that make up all creation so it was pretty mind-blowing so go check that out and i will be getting this up in the morning the world's getting really exciting i know right now it seems a bit like a trial by fire but if you can just keep trying to embrace the adventure of the experience you will have a much more joyful easy time of it I love you all so much. I am very grateful to have this platform, to have listeners, to have people to hear and who want to hear what I have to say. I always like to reiterate, of course, some of it is me, whatever that word really means, my consciousness, this expression of it, but the things that I share with you all, they're, they're not, you know, I don't take ownership of it like some, like, uh, like I would have in my younger days where, where I would have been like, yeah, I did that. I did that. That's my thing. And I did that. It's more like I brought that through and I'm humbled and grateful. I seem to be getting it right. <laughs> So much love to all of you, and if anyone out there is having a hard time right now, reach out. Reach out to me. Reach out to another woo person. There's a really great community, several of them really, that you can join online. If you want to know what those are, you can message me. I'd be happy to tell you. We try to protect those spaces somewhat, so I don't want to just put it out there willy-nilly, but uh, we guard those spaces very carefully as well. So even if you do try to come in and cause a disruption that is unhealthy, you won't be allowed to stay for long. But there are lots of groups out there of really wonderful, like-minded people who are loving and caring and supportive and can be very helpful when times are just bananas. Cats and kittens, let me tell you about Meow Podcast on YouTube. This is our collaboration between myself, Andrea Land, Grieving Goddess, 
and Serafina of Fraggle Ing with Serafina. It's hard to believe that we have been doing Meow Podcast, M-E-O-W-W, on YouTube for almost a year now. Watch for a lot of exciting upcoming events this year. We host a global panel discussion and healing conversations about topics including metaphysical, sociopolitical, health, really all about aspects of human and non-human life. So come join us on Meow Podcast. Please like, subscribe, hit that alarm button so that you get notifications of our episodes when they drop. We have many guests from Grooving Goddess and also from Fraggling with Serafina, as well as entirely different guests that you're not going to get on other podcasts. So come listen, watch, and enjoy Meow Podcast today. You can also find and follow our page on Instagram, Meow Podcast, and send us a DM if you would like to be on the show, or you have any questions or comments, or just want to say howdy. So come on down and start your stuff with us cats and kittens in these healing conversations. Meow Podcast. It's not a vibe. It's a frequency. Stop.